I have a friend, and this was like a big revelation for me as a human being. That if we're at a restaurant, he'll get up to go to the bathroom and just go like, All right, I got to make a duty. Hello and welcome to another episode of Duty Calls with Doug Mann. I am your host, Doug Mann. With me as always is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper. Because if it's septic safe, it's bound to shave. <laughs> <laughs> that comes from Jack Dolgen. What'd you think? That's a Jack Dolgen slogan. I love it. I don't come up with a lot of the slogans. I think it's great. You know, I was uh, using a public restroom the other day. Yeah. And I saw, you know, they had stacked up toilet paper. Okay. And it was Scott. Yeah. One ply. Mm-hmm. And it had a little slogan on it that said Se- septic safe. Yeah. And I thought to myself, that's exactly what I don't that's want. That's why I don't want it. Yeah. I want the toilet paper I use to destroy septic tanks. Right, to be like completely not compatible yep. with a septic tank. Yeah. If I could wipe my butt with a thick beach towel, I would. <laughs> well, that was it. That was Jack's slogan. I think it's great. Thank, Thank you, you Jack. Uh, everyone, you guys have been emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. You've been calling us on the shit hotline at 1786 Hold It In. That is the letter N. We love getting your phone calls, t- telling us about your shit attack, telling us about a bathrooms that have saved your life. But you've also been tweeting us at the Doug Man and at Jack Dolgen. And I want to talk about I got three tweets within a couple days tweeting me the same article. Okay. The same article. So I knew something was up. Yeah, it's in the zeitgeist. So I got a uh, tweeted an article from AJ Conowich, Nate Felder, and Missy Bone. So thank all three of you for this because none of you were uh, going to allow me to miss this story. The story is, this is what the, the, the salon, uh, it's, it was on salon.com and the heading was found guilty of the worst bowel movement ever. And it's a guy that went to jail in Maine for shitting, uh, on the floor in in a courthouse in Maine. And it is, he went to jail for seven days and he appealed to the first U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, which is like right below the Supreme Court, okay? What happened was he was at a courthouse. Okay. And this is what he says, and is that he's he's a 50-year-old guy. He's on heart attack medication, which, you know, messes with his bowels. He told uh, the guard he had to use the bathroom. Okay. And he ended up, and then he's like, I, I just, I just crapped my, my pants. He <laughs> crapped it before he could make it in. Wait, where was he? In a courthouse, actually. Why? I think he was appealing some kind of insurance thing or something. Okay. He goes to the bathroom and, and it's just everywhere. It's, it, it's all over him. And it, <laughs> and what he describes is basically that it, like, if, if, it, it, it just went on the floor and then he tried to kind of clean it up. Right. When the cleaning lady came in later that night, that, uh, what she claims that like 75% of the bathroom was just covered in shit, the walls, everything. Oh, boy. So <laughs> they arrested him, I guess, thinking that he did this on purpose. That he was on, unha- like, he, apparently, I think he had lost two appeals like earlier for something else at this courthouse. Oh, so they thought, like, oh, this guy's, this is this a was, fuck you. He, he did this as a fuck you and shit everywhere. There's apparently a quote, an outrageously graphic 57 page court document. Written written by distinguished judges who sit one level below the U.S. Supreme Court includes vivid comparisons to spaghetti with meat sauce and chunky (laughs) peanut butter. There are also photos of the bathroom where the crime took place, though mercifully, after it had already been cleaned. Oh, my God. It's really amazing. He said, I I, I stood up again and kept wiping myself, and then I sat down and put my socks back on. I didn't have any boxers at the time, so I put my socks back on. I put my jeans back on. 
uh, you know, I, I've been, I don't know, if you've ever had an incident in the kitchen where you have something spill or something, you're grabbing everything and everything to try to mop it up, milk, or I don't know if you've ever spilled spaghetti sauce and there's meat and you're trying to get it up as quick as you can. And that's, that's basically, it was just like this frenetic pace, but it was repulsive. I mean, the smell was, and I was embarrassed. And he's, he's really mumbling a lot. I, I mean, here I... I had used the bathroom in my, in my pants, a 50-year-old man, and I was in a federal courthouse. It was all very, very embarrassing. Oh, my God. I really feel for this guy. Now, there's no really precedent for, for arresting someone for shitting, though. Yeah. Is it illegal to leave a messy I don't, shit all well, over the public restroom? I don't think there's any other cases like this. Uh, but his argument is that he didn't do that on purpose. He shit his pants, and then it, was, it just got worse. And, and as we know, when you're in that kind of that mindset, you're not thinking straight and you're just trying to clean it any way you can. I don't know how, where I fall in this. I don't know if he did it on purpose or not. But it's really scary that you could go to jail for a bad shit. I mean, it's the kind of thing that keeps me up at night. Uh, what are we living in an authoritarian society? I, I, I mean, you can't, are you going to lock me up because I fucking shit my pants? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, where do we draw the line? I, you know, I, you hear the conspiracy theories about like the like the Obama like death camp, sure. and all this nonsense. Forget all of that. This is way bigger. Way bigger. This is way browner. Way browner. Way nastier. This is you and me walking around, and we're vulnerable. All of a sudden, the government's going to come, and uh, here's yeah. the paddy wagon's going to come and yeah. throw us in because we fucking sharded. Because unfortunately, I had the burrata last night that we all. Sp- <laughs> That we all split as a table, and I should have said no, but I didn't. And <laughs> it affected you. And here I am at this Hardy's bathroom, and I've shit everywhere. Uh, it's scary. It's where really was, scary. Where was it? What town was this in? Do you know? It was in Portland, Maine, I think. Uh, I mean, because obviously, if we could get this guy on the phone, yeah. if we could get him in the, uh, you know. I mean, I think this is a very like serious case for him, so I don't know if you'd want to get on on, but we should try to get try it, to get to him. It might be the only case where someone can't talk about. A time they shit their pants because yeah. it's currently involved it's, it's, in a it's, Yeah, it's pending legal action. <laughs> Every other person who says no to me, I get because they're just like, but it's like, it's not really a good excuse. It's like, I don't want to say because it it's embarrassing. This guy could actually say, my lawyers, my lawyers have instructed me <laughs> not to tell this story on your podcast. Uh, oh my God, but, that is uh, wild. I hope it goes all the way to the top. We should march on Washington for this. Dude, I'm going to the march on Washington. I told you at the end of the month. Yeah. 50th anniversary of the March on Washington. Wow. Well, maybe you make a sign for this guy. That's what I'm marching for. You're marching for Ronald Strong. That's his name, Ronald Strong. I'm marching for Ronald Strong. I'm standing strong for Strong. Yeah, you're not there for the civil rights movement to acknowledge that. Those are important, too. Those are important, but there's a bigger bigger fight going on. Um, Anyway, we got a great show for you today. We got Eric Legend, who's a super funny comedy writer. He used to write on the Jimmy Fallon show. He's written on a bunch of things. Really excited. I, I follow him on Twitter and have been a huge fan from a distance. And I, I got to meet him and he was down to do the show and just had a really great conversation with him, which was very, like, kind of emotional, I think. And I think you're really going to enjoy it. Here he is, Eric Legend. We're here with Eric Legend. Eric, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, of course. Uh, this is this big for me. This I, I you know, I was a fan of yours through Twitter, then I met you at a party. I was like, oh, this guy's fucking funny. Uh and you're actually here. You you materialized and you're a real person. I'm so great. I'm completely real. I very much enjoyed your company and yeah. um it's nice to be here. Oh well, thank you. I mean my initial reaction was like uh, I had a knee jerk 
almost against talking about it because I, and I'm sure everybody has this to some degree, but I definitely was not one of those people. I didn't grow up with brothers. I didn't have like that openness. Are you an only child? No, I have two sisters. Younger, older? One older, one younger. Okay. And uh, my dad wasn't one of those like crazy masculine, like this is how you be a man, guys. And and I think part of that is like being more open about shit and talking about it and stuff like that. Sure. But I was really more like, like, speak no evil. Do not mention right. it. That's how you were kind of raised, too. Yeah. Like, as a frame of reference, I'll tell you just a quick mini story, which was Please. that I was 18 and had graduated high school and went on my first trip with a girlfriend as a as an adult, quote, adult. But mm-hmm. we went to Disney World Like, after for, graduating from high like school? after graduating from high school over the summer. This was your serious girlfriend? My serious like girlfriend first for, like, girlfriend. a year. And I was like, let's take, like, an, an adult trip to wow. Disney World. I remember that. <laughs> kind of feeling too. It's a yeah, very yeah, yeah. exciting feeling. Oh my god, yeah. it was so cool. Yeah. And uh but we went to Disney World and but in this as I thought I was an adult, I had never spoken about shitting yeah. around her, never revealed that I had ever taken And you a never shit had to, to deal with it because you never right, like we were, went on a trip we were with 24 hours with her for like 24/7. Exactly. If we went on like a trip with we went on spring break, it was like a bunch of friends in yeah. hotel rooms. Yeah. I wasn't. So yeah. this was the first thing I and I remember uh we were in this very small hotel room that could be, like, paid for by an 18-year-old. Yeah, sure. And, uh, <laughs> and I had to, like, shit before we went out, but I went in and I tried to just, like, make it the length of a piss. Sure. Like, time-wise. Oh, yeah, so totally. So that I could sell the story. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I went really fast, but then the toilet clogged. Oh, <laughs> God. So I was, like... I had like a panic, a mini panic attack. And yeah. when I left the room, I was like, okay, we should go. Let's get out of here. We're going to head out. <laughs> and she was like, left the shit there? What do you mean? Like, we don't, uh, it's not like we had to be anywhere. Yeah. You know? So no, no, like, we should go. We should go. I was like, no, no, we should get to the rides and everything like yeah. that. We should just get The there. Mickey Mini Diner, like, is, is popping at 715. <laughs> That's yeah. where we have to be <laughs> there. Um, so when we left, I at some point excused myself and I called the hotel and my uh, StarTac flip phone, and I was like, you got to get to my room at 627. United. Someone shit. <laughs> well, so I, I didn't mind, like, being honest with, like, this nameless, faceless of course. phone. But when we got back, I immediately made a beeline for the bathroom, saw that it w- ha- had not been fixed. Oh, and had God. to be like, what? Something happened to our <laughs> toilet. <laughs> While you were out. <laughs> well, no, when we got back. Yeah, like, no, no, oh, I know. Yeah, but yeah, you exactly. Had to, because exactly. because you did, we were, she didn't yeah. know you went to piss there. Exactly. So it Who wasn't there before. Something. This is. Toilet. Oh, we are. Pack your bags, baby. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You uh, made a stink about the stink. <laughs> <laughs> so and I was what, like, just, you know what? Don't go in there because I'm like protecting you now. I'm going to yeah. get someone in. So did it? Uh, do you think she bought it? Um, I don't know, and we we don't speak. So I should call her. <laughs> yeah. Find her. Did uh, someone come and fix it eventually? Someone, yeah, someone eventually came and fixed it, and it was fine. But someone uh, came. You're like, good. And I want to yeah. find out who did this. I think you guys should start an investigation. Yeah, but I had already called, so I kind of had to hedge <laughs> that with like, you know what? Let's just enjoy ourselves yeah, and yeah. not let this ruin the trip. Let's just agree to not speak of this. Yeah, they'll hear from my attorney. But for <laughs> <now>. <laughs> so so that's just like. To give you an idea of where mentally where I am with I, shit as a person. Totally. And, and if it was that bad when I was 18, it was much worse when I was like just going through puberty. Or sure. Like when I was like, so this that's when this story takes place. I mean, I, I was, think also, I think that that's, we haven't talked about this that much, but first of all, do you remember when it dawned on you that shitting would be an issue on this trip? Like how far did you make it to be like, oh God. I like, you know, you yeah, pack your yeah, bags, absolutely. you get on the plane or whatever. And then you're like. Did not plan for this. Like, right. like yeah. it did it like dawn on you I at a certain think point? at the time, because I remember having this thought for the next few years, even when it was ish- an issue like this, I had thought, like, I can make it. 
Like I just won't shit. I won't shit in that uh, it's room. A, it's a three-day trip. I won't shit at all. For three days. For three days. And, and wow. when I get oh, home, I'll just like be in the privacy of my family's house and yeah, I'll be able to do whatever I want. explode it. Yeah. And, uh, and it just didn't work out that way. Um, so, no, almost no. immediately, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, um, yeah. I, I think that is something that a lot of people also deal with. That first, that first intimate weekend, too. Mm-hmm. It's totally scary. Completely. A, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's kind of a big coming of age thing is the first time you have to deal with that, shitting yeah. in close proximity to uh-huh. someone that you... It's so freeing when you get to the point as a human being, which is, it's pathetic that it takes this long. Totally. But for right. me, I was like mid-20s before I could say to a girlfriend that loved me, <laughs> like, I have to take a shit. I have to, like, you to acknowledge go- that shitting is something you do. Yeah. And, and it's something yeah. you're going to need to do. You can't hold it in for the majority of relationship. It's so, it's, it's just says like how far we have to go as yep. human beings that like on that basic level, we can't yeah. just ignore it. It is scary though. Even for me, and like I did come from a more open house, like the shitting thing, like with a girlfriend, it is, it's scary. Cause also you're just discovering a ton of things. First of all, you're trying to have sex or you just started. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is all you can think about. And so I think the thought of, of putting anything in between screwing that up yeah, is just yeah. like, no, 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 no. Like, I, you know, I, I, I would have mm. killed my parents to get in. Like, I was just like, no, no, it doesn't matter. No one exists. Uh, right. I have to have I sex. I could do one thing. If there, there's one thing that I could do that could just make her not want to do this anymore. Yeah. So I have to make sure I don't do that. Cut thing. everything else off. Yeah. yeah. But what we all do is drastically underestimate the acceptance level that women have for, like, guys. Sure. Like, it's insane. And, then, and, the, and, the, and also yeah. that they're probably having the same thought of, how am I going to shit this weekend? And it's and it's probably worse for because culturally it's just harder on exactly. On the it's like I've never in my life ever had Eric to is like starting shit. to sweat right now. It, it it's like it just around a girl. how many it's years just, you wasted like, of your life? Because I think that I'm generally pretty rational about sure. my fears. I have fears, but they're all I think make sense. But you have never heard a story of a girl being like, you know, I was dating this guy for a year, but <laughs> uh, we went away on vacation and he took a shit in the bathroom. Can you believe it? And he just, never and so never you never never, never fucking never. like. Yeah. What? That's not even. That's not even like remote. It's not realistic. It's not like something that would even make sense. Also, if that so, happened, you shouldn't be with that girl anyway, or that guy anyway. Yeah. And I mean, stop that's me a- if I'm overstating this, but I think women are also sort of wired over like years of evolution to be accepting of men. Like, yeah, to, way more to than be we are. accommodating yeah. and accepting yeah. of what I imagine what the anxiety for are. women is is far higher. Yeah. And here we are suffering. We could just be like. Maybe. Let's, I just, let's just, just shit with the, the door, door open. open. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, like, also metaphorically in yeah, a yeah. relationship. But mainly uh, literally. Literally. Mostly literally. I don't even know what a metaphor is. Uh, uh, anyway, so, so set up the world where you're at. All right. So I am at summer camp, uh, Camp Westmont in mm-hmm. the Poconos, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am, I believe, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. It's like a Jew camp? It's a Jew camp. I... Um, you know, was in socially, this is, I guess, relevant. I was sort of like that in between. Like, I definitely wasn't like one of the cool, popular kids. Sure. But I was definitely like doing okay. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. in like a precarious level of popularity. Yeah. You're an imitator. You know? uh, which was like okay with me, but it still felt Was that like what you were at home too? Uh, yes, it was. And it was, it preceded a, a period of time at home where. Uh, I was very unpopular and, like, had no friends for two years. And the reason I bring that up is because before that period, I was a real shit, no pun intended. I was a, I was a, a jerk. Huh. You were and mean. I was a mean kid because I was trying to, I think, use that to become more popular mm-hmm. because I could make people laugh 
right. by being mean. By being right. mean to other kids and stuff. And uh, and only after being wildly unpopular did I really like change my ways. And I think really? I became. It didn't a work for person. you. Making like being mean to other people didn't work. Because um, it does it work worked, for a lot of kids. It worked in the moment. It made people laugh, but it really found me with no friends. No when pizza I went to parties. No like <laughs> yeah, sleepovers. Right. Like, but in no. the moment, yeah, you're a funny kid. Sure. Yeah. And and I and there are people that still to this day will tell me that like even if we are good now, they have a piece of them that hates me because like I was just like sure. made fun of them in the playground. Do you still feel shame over that time? I do actually. I feel like have a lot you of apologized guilt. to anyone. I have. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're out. We're playing kickball. The whole the whole bunk is out. The whole cabin. Sure. And I get like a real rumbling that. That really is like, but it's a pain. It's like it's like I'm being pierced with an ice pick Ooh. in my gut or something like that. Uh-huh. And that's like surrounded by a rumbling. So I'm like, I need to go back to the bunk immediately. Uh-huh. And I sort of just like sneak away because I'm not gonna. I'm not the type of kid that's gonna be like, I gotta go take a shit. Right. Like that's not with what a normal kid would do. But I just don't yeah. have that in me. I think. So I kind of sneak back to the bunk. I walk in there and it's kind of the ideal situation. It's completely empty. Everyone's and, you know, kicking balls. The bathrooms are in the are in the back, mm-hmm. and it's an it's an open flow cabin. So yeah. there's like an open concept. Yeah. So y- you know you can like see my feet probably from the entrance yeah. of the bunk, but luckily no one's in the whole bunk. Great. So I go back. I pick my stall. I go in, but I'm like I really have to go. So I'm like making it happen fast, <laughs> and I realize that um, you know. I would never sit on a public toilet. I would just never do that. Really? Uh, so I, I always would take toilet paper, put down toilet paper. But at camp, it's like those little sheets, like the one-offs. Oh, they just so you, you have one. to put down like six hundred oh, of them. God, which, it's not a roll. It's no, it's, no. Like, it's almost like a napkin dispenser. It's like a napkin dispenser. Yeah, yeah. And they're not you see them. You, you don't see them too much anymore. Yeah, no, yeah uh, that day is over. Yeah, but I would, I would still do it normally, but I, I just didn't have the time. I have a it question like, for you yeah. too. Is that something that was taught to you from parents, like? Public restrooms are not clean. Do this. Like, do you know it where was. you pick that up? Because I never funny. did that. I just never, never did, did that? it. I mean, I would wipe down, I would wipe off the, the piss of a seat, yeah, but yeah. just sit on it. No one taught me anything like that. It was, was taught to me to. from a parent. And then ran, and I thought that I was like the weirdo that had just like had that from my parents, but now I was stuck with it. Yeah. And then a counselor once mentioned it. Like, you guys know all the normal stuff, like, you know, don't sit on the bare seat, put toilet paper down. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, my mom was right. Oh, that is awesome. finally. Yeah. Uh, it made me feel really normal, actually. Okay, that, that's but, cool. All uh, right, so the na- you have the napkin dispenser, and but you don't have time for there's, this. There's no, because then it's like the ice pick like digs deeper, and I'm just ooh, like, ooh. this is gonna happen. Yeah. So the only thing I could do is like pull down my pants and just squat. I'm like, sure. okay, I'll just squat and I'll go. You're gonna hover. I'm gonna hover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I lean back and I'm like in kind of like the sit position in the mm-hmm. air, <laughs> and I'm just like. Letting it go, and it's like painful. It's oh. like just one of those like hurdy yeah. experiences. Yeah, and it's like something is is wrong. Yeah, but I and I so then I turn back when I'm done, and I realize that like I've basically like missed the slam dunk <laughs> <laughs> because on the back the rim? of the toilet, <laughs> yeah. It's just like two logs, oh, like, on sitting on the back of the. Toilet. So this wasn't on diarrhea. Like, you actually shit. Two no, shit. I shit two. They looked like wow, two. You really missed giant batteries that like if, oh. it, if the sizes <laughs> if the sizes kept going like C D, this would be like size Q batteries <laughs> that looked like they had like spilled battery acid and, like, <laughs> and like, rusted all over. 
And I actually oh, remember that um, it smelled like instead of shit, it actually smelled like vomit. Oh, but, but it. Oh, but man. if the person that vomited had eaten their own shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> making me a little nauseous. That's great. Uh, that's, I'm actually kind of proud of that because it's probably great. a lot of these. But, and these are um, on the back of the seat. Yes, they're like on, they're sitting on the back, not like up on the because they're sitting like those, they're sitting. Yeah, like uh, where the where you pick the seat up is that extra back space or whatever. It's, yeah, uh, but yeah. they're like sort of on that plus on the seat. I may oh, have not oh, like lifted God. the seat, so I think they were like, kind sure. of on both. Yeah. So oh at that point, um, you turn around, you see this. Yeah, I see it, and I'm just Smell like it. I'm <laughs> I'm at. A little bit of an impasse here because I don't, I can't really use these tiny things so to like deal with that. They're so little. Um, <laughs> and I don't really know how else to deal with it. I'm certainly not going to touch it, obviously, with yeah. like my own fingers that I would then have to cut off. So <laughs> I, I, and I, but I know I'm still alone. So I'm like, if you act fast, you can do this. Yeah. You can get out of this. So I reach outside of the door to the stall and I just look and there's a cubbies there. There's everyone's like swim cubbies all there like out to the and there's like a kind of a nasty pair of shorts like just in the dust under the cubby and I'm like no one's gonna miss that. It's like yeah. a ratty pair of red shorts, bathing suit, whatever. So I grab it and I start like pushing the shit into the toilet and like wiping the seat down and like with the shorts with the shorts oh. and I'm just trying to get all of the shit just like out and of is there like, a lot I mean it's like it's kind of a we're talking about more of a wetter shit so it's not just like a clean like yeah it's like it's like Mr. Hanky like yeah when he jumps around it's like staining yeah everywhere everything it touches leaving a little bit yeah oh. but I'm trying to like keep it in the toilet and the shorts <laughs> you know I'm looking at the shorts as now like they're done a secure area yeah. of like it can, yeah. So I, so I kind of finished doing that, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to throw the shorts in the toilet, but I'm like, then it'll overflow. I'm still feeling like, like can't I'm flush socially, yeah. yeah, I'm socially responsible. So I, so I leave the shorts just like uh, on the ground. Oh, I'm like what? thinking, or, or I put, I don't remember if I put them in a little trash bin or something, but I think I just left them on the ground. So, oh my God. So I just, I was, all I was thinking was like, get the fuck out of here. Like if anyone yeah. walks in, you're, you're done. Yeah, exactly. You're, You're caught brown-handed? Yeah. Brown-handed is uh, that's right. Yes. Great. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so I get out of there. I go back, I go about my day. You get um, back into the kickball game. Every, I think I'm like fine. Yeah. So we get you're not, back. You're not thinking about something in the back of your mind, like the fucking body in the car. Like, gotta deal with this. Right. I'm kind of like, thinking like <laughs> you did it. You got people away. will get back. You'd be like, ew, gross. And then like a counselor will take the Ooh, trash wow. out or whatever, and that'll be like something I'll tell about on a podcast years later. But that's where the story yep. went. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but we get back before, right before dinner, we're getting ready. And, um, and I just hear this voice go like, yo, what the fuck? Where are my shorts? <laughs> <laughs> this like, de- this dead pair of shorts that was in the corner with dust. Yeah. Exactly. Immediately, you, get, yeah. you guys get yeah. right into the thing. Uh, do, 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 where are my shorts? Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and the worst part is that I'm doing the math in my head of like how this is going to end. It's like, it's Joey Britton, who's like one of the cool kids, like one of the oh. made guys in like, oh God. The, you want to desperately want to be Westmont cadets. Like you, you don't want to like cross this kid because no. like, I think he had an older brother, and he was just, like, in with, like, the upper level campers. And, like, he was established. Yeah. yeah. He was a made guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, so then he, and then I'm, like, waiting for him to, and he's like, 
what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God, all right. So uh, I'm sort of terrified. And the whole thing gets revealed. There's shit all over these shorts. And obviously <laughs> no one thinks what probably happened was someone uh, took a shit, missed the toilet, wiped yeah. it up with the shorts because they were desperate and then didn't know what to do with them because right. that's insane. So the story becomes someone took my shorts and shit on them. As a fuck you to me. Oh my god! That was like how he took it. Was this a, now? Was this a huge commotion within the bunk? Like he goes, oh, "What yeah. the fuck?" Everyone yeah, comes. Yeah, counselors, yeah. The whole bunk counselors is comes like, to. The we're all there because it's like <laughs> we're all getting ready for dinner. Like we have to. be And in you're the just bunk. like, are you playing the card of like, oh man, that's messed up. Yeah. Oh, Who totally. Did that? Totally. I'm totally like gross. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like well, it smells like gross, uh, but understandable. Maybe we don't have the full story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so then someone goes. Uh, yeah, it was probably Gamil. So oh. Eric Gamil was oh. the kid who did not fit in at all. Oh. Like if I thought I was an in-betweener, like he was just like every day was a struggle. Oh. And and to in full disclosure, I was as much a part of that struggle as anyone. Uh so if you flash back, I think it was a couple weeks before that, uh this kid just like he was like two years late on everything, which is like oh, yeah. a really big deal when you're 11. So yeah. he showed up to this bunk, and his whole cubby had all action figures all oh, up and down oh, it, and like and like Aquaman, and even like the side action oh, figures that like weren't that cool even yeah. when we were eight. And he had them. And then to add insult to injury, on visiting day, his parents brought up a replica of Pee Wee's Playhouse oh, for him to like oh, play just with, digging a hole for this kid. Yeah, and we're at and the did age he would he enjoy it though okay. openly? Was there something like just oh, yeah. he, he didn't realize either? Yeah, he realized that he was like, and I'm saying this as a person then, not now, that he was a loser. That's right. like what everyone thought of him. Right. He is, realized he was and, and did I, it make him sad? I think it did, but he sort of like was able to shrug it off and like enjoy his like the things that he loved, which Aww. is like really oh, sweet and sweet. makes yeah. it even worse. He was like a little bit of a chubby guy. I think he was Indian or something, and, yeah. and he was oh like he was Indian Jewish. kind of the Jew camp. Yeah, the oh, Jew camp. God. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, he was already up against it. <laughs> uh, and oh, I wish fuck. I could say that I was like in this guy's corner throughout the summer, but I had done the worst thing to him of anything, which is like one day, and this is before this this day happened. One day, me and this other kid who was like mean with me. We, like, snuck into the bunk off hours and everyone was out. And we, like, smashed his Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh. Jesus. It was – it's and it gets worse. Oh, we wow. also took his action figures and went down to the lake and, like, threw them into the lake. Holy shit. And, like, had fun doing it. Wow, that's aggressive. That is really aggressive. Yeah, I and, know. And he uh, hadn't done anything. It just was – He was just existing. He was just – he was just annoying. Like, and I, I'm not saying like, no, 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 no. I'm saying that no was in our mind. No one thinks like, you're defending it. It's, I, I just, I feel I appreciate like, your, as I'm I have, saying, I feel like this is, it's so horrible. It's just, I was one of those kids that was like, mm-hmm. made another kid's life, like living hell. And I've like seen the bully documentary. Like I get how bad this was, but this is who I was at the time. I sure. hadn't been on the other side of the coin yet, yep. which I would be later in life, but this was not that. Okay. I wasn't thinking ahead. So, uh, so now... I was presented with this this moment of someone saying, maybe it was it was probably Gumil, you know, and my response was I mean I did see him walking towards the bunker. Oh, 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 oh god. Oh you doubled down. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh god. Oh, god. Yeah. Could you even look at him when you said that? Uh well actually after I said it, it like 
that whole idea like took flight in the bunk. Everyone was sort of like convinced it was him. And at some point, oh, he Jesus. looked over at me and he goes, I think you did it. He like saw yeah. right through me. Whoa. And, Whoa. And did he I say it loud like, enough for other people to hear? Kind of, but nobody took him seriously at sure, all. You were, and I was just like, yeah, I fucking did it. Like, yeah. I've been here all day. Yeah. You're fucking disgusting. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm sure I just yeah, committed you just, to yeah. it. Because once you're like, yeah, you're, no, in, you're, you're in, all yeah. in. Um, and, you know, that became oh, the reality that he did it. And oh. this is probably the first time I've like ever openly oh my God. told the story that I like, took you know, the blame for it. I, I don't know if I've ever really told the story before, but... Did you feel guilt as the, in the, at that age or nothing yet? I vaguely remember a sense of like when he called me out on it, feeling like that was an important moment. Sure. You know? But it really didn't hit me until a full, I would say, two to three years later when I finally had been the kid that was made fun of by everyone and I had cried and I had been, like, gone, walked through the halls, like, invisible and had no friends and felt really alone. Oh, my God. And it took that for me to look back and go... I am not ever going to be that guy again. Right, right, that right. like cleans up his shit with someone else's shorts and blames <laughs> and it blames on. it. <laughs> you might clean with so someone's shorts because oh. that that <laughs> yeah, can happen. Yeah. Every that first part of the story that can happen. Yeah. Um. Wow. This is the first time you said it out loud. And I, and he never came back to camp. I don't like you know. I never. I, I don't know. I've actually like Googled him and I haven't been able to find him. Really, uh, really, because I was going to suggest that I was like I feel like I, you know. I feel like you need to reach out to him. I got to tell you, like, yeah, no, this is, I, I mean, you're having a very visceral reaction to this too, and this stuff stays with you. How do you feel now that you've told the story? Um, I don't really feel relief because I've known for a long time that it was wrong. Sure, and, I, and not just that it's wrong. Obviously, it's wrong. But I've, I've for a long time, when I've thought about the story, felt the full pangs of uh-huh. like. This is like an unforgivable act. Yeah. It's not only unforgivable. the pangs you felt on the uh, <laughs> yeah. field there that it's, day. Yeah, it's just one like soft ice pick now like, <laughs> oh all my over my God. soul. Uh, but, you know, I forgive myself in the sense I was a kid. Yeah. I think like yeah. when you don't have conscience, you don't have responsibility. So it's mm-hmm. not like – but at the same time, I do wish I could like talk to – I'm waiting for you guys to be like – well, funny you should mention I mean, that, I Eric. S- come on, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I, I, but there is a part of me that would like to see this through. Let me also say this: what you're doing right now and is brave. You are, you are, you are very much admitting fault. That you know, kids do things when they are young that is horrible. Like, and because they don't know what they're doing, uh, and then just go along with it. You're, you're, you're admitting blame. You're coming out. You're painting yourself. You're putting yourself in a light that isn't. That flattering. So, first oh, of all, thank it's, you. It's terrible. I, thank I, you for coming and, and, and saying this yeah. things because it, it, it's admirable for sure. Yeah, it's it's fucked up though. I uh, and I, I think I try. And this is not to be like, oh, I've really made up for it, but I really did try to be like. And I'm I'm sure I did other things that were fucked up sure. in high school. And I think like as you get older, you realize things more and more about yeah. how your actions affect the world. But I think I did try to be like a little more. If I saw someone being picked on or someone that was a little meek and taking it, more the guy that would be like, uh, "Leave the fucking kid alone." Instead of yeah. let me think of other ways I could make this kid miserable. Yeah, you know, Eric, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for thank doing you, it. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Um, this was, uh, really, I'm glad I got to uh, come here and. Uh, <laughs> Talk about something that really makes me feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. So this will probably be the last time I ever see Eric. Uh, but I would, I, I would like to see if we can follow up with that guy.
And so maybe that'll I'm happen. Into it, yeah. Maybe that'll happen. Um, what can we promote for you? Eric, you're on Twitter. You're fucking hilarious on Twitter. Thank you so can much. Can you give us your Twitter handle and spell it out for us? Yeah, it's a really hilarious pun. Yeah. It's uh, I am legend, which is uh, I A M L E D G I N. Great. So check that out. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Well, that was Eric Legend. I really felt like a uh, heaviness. Yeah. Right during that story. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. So did I. It's different for other other stories that we've had, but I, I really loved it. and I think it's important. It was an important story to be told, and brave of him to come tell. I agree. We all we all make mistakes. We do. We do. And but I think the best thing we can do is is apologize for that. Yeah. And, 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 and I think like I, Eric I wants to. I think he wants trying, to. Yeah. Trying to. And you know, we're we're adults now, and it's like. Not that big of a deal. You you go through childhood. You have your traumas. Yeah, but some things do kind of make an imprint. On oh, there there are definitely indelible things that happen. Yeah. that you always remember. There are names that come up that you just like. Oh, I know exactly what I did to that kid or what that kid did to me. Right, and it affected you, and it still probably affects you today as a thirty-year-old or forty-year-old in your meetings or with your children or wherever you are. It does affect you. I mean, Even, and no matter how actually well-adjusted you are, too, it it shaped you. Right. It's a part of your your makeup. Really, like aside from that story too, he's a very funny guy. You should really follow him on Twitter. He's great. He's a great writer. Um, so thanks for listening. Remember to keep tweeting at us at the Doug Man and tweeting at Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. Jack is still really underfollowed on Twitter. The guy is fucking funny. You listen to the show, you know he's funny. Follow him on Twitter. He's great. Um, it's true. It's how I feel. Keep emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com and calling us on the shit hotline at 1786 hold it in. That is the letter N. We love getting all of your, your stories, your pictures, all those things. We love the shitheads and we love communicating with you. So please keep it all coming. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the show on iTunes. It's free. And then you can decide to listen to the shows whenever you want. You don't have to listen to them right away. You just, they just download. They go right to your computer and rate the show. And if you could take two minutes to write a review, that would really help uh, the show with the ratings and all that stuff. That would be great. Thank you so much. Be sure to listen next week. We'll have another great show for you. And until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it. Oh, no. Oh, no.